My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning and welcome to the Scoot Around Monday Travel and Cruise Industry News. On this, the 23rd day of January 2023, coming to you from Bedford County, Virginia, Central Virginia area, on a couple of days before I leave again. We do have one breaking news story this morning. Test flight for the world's largest plane was completed. And the headlines for today, the regular headlines, Celebrity Ascent floats out. Carnival Upstate updates changes on nine cruise ships. Casino expansion on five Holland America ships. Seaborne cancels some cruises. And vigor busy for 2023. That and lots more here at 11 o'clock today. By the way, folks, today's National Pie Day. So by all means, if you don't have any pie in the refrigerator, go out and have some lunch and a piece of pie or dinner tonight with a piece of pie. I don't care what kind it is. It could be chocolate or lemon or pecan or rhubarb for that matter. Don't like rhubarb pie. We'll go have a piece of pie today, folks. If you listen by the podcast, welcome aboard. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net or wherever you get your podcast from. All the big hitters, tune in, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, Pandora, Stitcher, any of them. You just search for travel and cruise industry news and up pops the fat travel guy. In case you are listening by the podcast, anytime you might want to hop over and see videos or clips like we'll be using on today's show, there's a link in the description of the podcast. So you can access the video link. 
or the video feed. So you can check out the pictures and clips. All right, before I get to several things this morning, I do have one major announcement for you guys. There will be no show on Thursday. And yes, I know I have stated that this year on when I'm on a cruise, on days that I am going to be in port, the show will be early in the morning. It could be at 7 or 8, probably 8 on most days. However, Thursday is a travel day for me, and it's into a little different uh, set of circumstances because I'm flying this for the first time since last April. I have to drive to Richmond, park my car, and get shuttled over to the Richmond airport. And I have to be there a couple hours early, of course, for a flight that's 1130 or something. It's pushing noon. So I got to get there about 930, which means I got to leave here about 630. So that doesn't give me any time to do a show, write a show, produce a show, tape a show, anything. So Thursday... We're just going to leave it off and maybe I can do some kind of live stream, you know, from the airport or the plane. I don't know yet. Let me, I'll play that one by ear. But as a, for the general news show, it's probably not going to happen unless something happens that I can swing it on site, which is possible, but we'll have to wait and see. I got a whole bunch of things to share with you today. I told you I was going to catch up. But before we catch up with a bunch of stuff that I'm behind on, I'll be back in a second. Do you have a bad back, bad hips, bad knees, or any other mobility issues? Think about Scoot Around. For scooters, walkers, wheelchairs, even oxygen needs, delivered right to your cabin. Scoot around for all your mobility needs on your upcoming cruise. All right, to get us uh, started in catch-up mode, um, our buddy Nate was on Friday, and he was on the, uh, the train down there in Florida, going from Fort Lauderdale to Miami, the Brightline train, of course. He had sent me a couple clips that I didn't have a chance to play. I think they're from one or maybe multiple stations on the, on the system there. Pretty. I'm pretty sure that's Fort Lauderdale Station. And that's going into the dining area. 
thing that amazes me about that is how empty it looks. So maybe they're not going full swing yet. All right. I heard from um, Eli. Eli on vacation. I've always called Elizabeth, but she's now using Eli. So, um, you know, we've talked about her birds. So I've got to give you a little backstory before I get to the opals. I've talked about her feeding the birds before. So she, she got a whole bunch of seed and nuts and put a bunch of food out and then went out to dinner. <clears throat> when she came back from dinner, the birds had eaten all the seeds, and there was one bird on the on the uh, patio that was highly upset. I guess he hadn't gotten enough. So she has some kind of potted plant, a potted geranium, I think she said. The bird started pulling the leaves and, and buds and blooms off the geranium and spitting them over the railing, which is the third floor. A floor, third floor balcony. So she, Eli says, well, I got to stop this. He's going to kill the plant. Hang on. What's going on? This guy is pissed off because I'm... Oh, you did not. You did not just do that. Okay, just stop for a minute. Hang on. Get, get, get. Oh, my God. Now, folks... I don't know if you know anything about birds or not, but when that bird looked back at her trying to shoot him off, that was definitely a, mi a middle finger look, if you know what I mean, uh, to Elizabeth. I thought that was hysterical. Okay, let's see. Now, where where am I? I got tickled again on that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, all right, hang on for one second because my doorbell just rang. All right, so I'm back. I'm not sure if that's the housekeeper or the repairman coming. Um, the uh, Hot Air Tom sent us a couple clips and some pictures. So, you know, Hot Air Tom is over there in Africa. So he gets on the plane. I guess that would be the first, which is a clip. So this is Hot Air Tom. Apparently, this is like a private cabin uh, for his seat. So he does show down to his legs here at the end of the clip how much room he has. But I'm wondering, what did he do with Cindy? Did he throw her off the plane or something? Or maybe he left her behind? I'm not sure. 
says, okay, that's great. Great cabin. But no Southern Cindy. So then when I got some pictures as well as the clips, let me see if I can find them. Uh, yeah, here we go. So uh, the first picture, uh, well, the first picture of the tassels that they gave Hot Air Tom. So when he gets up to do his uh, belly dance, uh, he has to wear those tassels uh, around it. Never mind. Uh, and th but then there's Cindy uh, sitting at dinner there in the Qatar airport, Doha, Qatar airport. So uh, we know at least that he didn't throw her off the plane. Cindy had some uh, pasta and a hot air Tom had some lamb stew, a little ice cream for dessert. That was there at the Qatar uh, airport. And uh, Cindy has some, what do you call the, the a cheese and sausage thing, croutage or something like that. It's got a funny word. I never can remember it. Uh, let's see. And then, uh, then we got Hot Air Tom after, right after dinner. I think he actually talks on this one. So we got a little video in the Doha, Qatar, first class lounge. We, uh, we flew business class, which doesn't get us in here, but I paid uh, an extra fee. And we have a neat little room that we'll see shortly when we get back. Had a couple beds, bathroom with a shower. And we just got done with dinner, and uh, the dining room is coming up. We had a full service bar, it's an impressive bar there. And we were sitting down at the end there where that uh, circle reflection in the, in the window is. That was the uh, first class lounge at the Doha Qatar Airport. Schnazzy. All right, so. Uh, where am I up here? I'm up here now. Okay. So, uh, Eli on location, that's Elizabeth on location, sent me a bunch of pictures of the opals that she is peddling. She's working for a, a very exclusive private opal uh, jeweler. That's all they have is opals. These are the Australian opals. And I know you ladies uh, like this kind of thing. Um, but you can see the some of the different opals that uh, Elizabeth is dealing with and some of the jewelry. They actually have tours of, of people that come into Australia specifically to come to that store. That's why they, the whole tour comes. Is for a visit in the store. So it's quite a gallery. They also have the largest opal in the world on display. And one of these times when we're talking with Eli, we will get her to explain what she has to do to open the store in the morning to get the uh, that big puppy on display. 
All right, there's uh, uh, two other things for you. One, uh, <clears throat> Nanook of the North John uh, decided, oh, man, I need to go to, uh, get to, to someplace warm. Uh, and you'll notice he's in a bar there, a tiki bar, and has a drink sitting there on the table behind him. And he's uh, getting on a boat. Uh, down there, and uh, I'm not sure where what port that is. Of course, the truth of the matter, folks, this is an old guy sitting around in an igloo in Nanook of the North land of Minnesota. It has nothing to do, so he creates pictures. All right, the last thing. From Kenneth and Robin, before they got off the carnival sunrise, you know, it was Robin's birthday. And this is what the room steward did for Robin. That's on the mirror. I know it doesn't show real well, but that's a big happy birthday, Robin, on the uh, room, the mirror in in the uh, room in their stateroom, in the, in the stateroom. I thought that was pretty nice. So that gets you caught up, I think, with everything I'm behind on now, or at least most of it. I'll have to go back and check and see what I missed today. Let's see, two of Okay. All right. We'll be back with today's news after a real quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be. All right, folks, the top story today, uh, which is actually a breaking news story. Um, and I don't seem to have the picture, set picture of it. So we're going to go a different route here, folks, on the This is the world's largest. It's going to be a takeoff and landing of this plane. The world's largest airplane designed to carry air launch to orbit rockets and hypersonic vehicles has completed its longest test flight. Straddle Launch Rock, developed by Microsoft company under Paul Allen and manufactured by U.S. aerospace company Straddle Launch Systems, completed its ninth test flight. 
All of the flights have been in the Mojave Desert, the first back in 2019, but this was the first time the plane flying outside of the Mojave rain. The plane is the biggest all-composite plane ever constructed, made out of carbon fiber from two deconstructed Boeing 747-400 jumbo jet in the air landing that were once flown by United Airlines. It's designed to take off and land using an airport runway, unlike any other hypersonic planes, and has the room to carry up to three rockets. Measuring around 239 feet in length and 50 feet in height. Yeah, 239 feet in length, folks. That's almost the size of a football field. The plane can carry uh, a total payload of 500,000 pounds and it requires a runway that's 12,000 feet long. The aircraft departed uh, from the Mojave Air and Spaceport and flew approximately six hours across southeastern California, reaching a maximum altitude of 22,500 feet. The company says it plans to have its first hypersonic flight and a separation test of the Talon A vehicle in the first half of 2023. The company's CEO, Zachary Crever, said in a release that the plane is closer than ever to its first hypersonic test flight. I mean, my thought, folks, how about some poor guy sleeping under a bridge in, you know, someplace in Southern California, Los Angeles or something, with a little bottle of wine that he's sipping on under the bridge and sees that big thing fly over his head. Hell, he's liable to leave and immigrate back to Mexico or someplace. That just scare you away. Wow, that's some plane. And by the way, the wingspan is the side of a football field, 300 feet. So, wow, unbelievable. All right, the top headline today has to do with celebrity. Celebrity cruises which Royal Caribbean owns, of course, marks a major construction milestone for its upcoming ship, the Celebrity Ascent. The fourth edge-class ship officially touched the water for the first time at Chantier de l'Antique shipyard in Saint-Nazaire, France, on Sunday. This now marks a new phase in the construction project with most of the exterior work completed. Workers at the yard and contractors will begin to shift their focus on the interior spaces, bringing the celebrity ascent to life just in time for delivery at the end of 2023. It's actually scheduled in December. Over the coming months, the celebrity ascent will be moored at another location out of the dry dock as work continues. Still to come will be the much important sea trials to ensure the ship is seaworthy. The delivery ceremony will then take place not long after, but just before the maiden voyage. 
when Celebrity Ascent debuts, the ship will bring all of the innovative features of its sister ships, Celebrity Edge, Celebrity Apex, and Captain Kate's Celebrity Beyond. So congratulations to Celebrity on another new ship. All right, Carnival. This actually carried over two different days, folks. Carnival Cruise Line has updated itineraries on nine ships. Come on, Carnival. With multiple sailings. Carnival Pride, Carnival Spirit, Carnival Legend, Carnival Dream, Carnival Freedom, Carnival Glory, Carnival Sunshine, Carnival Conquest, and Carnival Liberty all have had changes made to their itineraries that were just published. All right, let's try to run through them. Carnival Pride, April 13th, departure from Tampa from 6 to 5.30 p.m. April 7th, 2024, departure from Tampa, 6 to 5 p.m. And from Baltimore on May 26th, April 18th, and September 8th and November 3rd of 2024, and January 12th of 2025, Departure time change from 6 to 5 p.m. Carnival Spirit, April 16th. Cruise from Miami. And April... Uh, what? Oh, and April 16th, 2024. Cruise from Seattle. And April 7th, 2024 sailing from Tampa, are changed from 6 to 5 p.m. Carnival Legend from Baltimore, August 13th, September 2nd, and November 5th, all in 2023, as well as January 14th in 2024. Departure time from 6 to 5 p.m. Carnival Dream, Cruises departing on October 21st, October 19th of 2024, January 13th of 2024, and November 1st of 2025 will now leave from Galveston at 5 p.m. instead of the usual departure time of 3.30 p.m. Also, the January 13th sailing, the time in port of San Juan has been adjusted and is now 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. Carnival Freedom, <clears throat> the transatlantic cruise sailing on October 23rd, 2023, will depart Barcelona at 7 p.m. instead of the original 5 p.m. departure time. Carnival Glory, the cruise sailing on December 3rd, 2023, will now set sail from New Orleans at 5 p.m., instead of the original scheduled 6 p.m. Carnival Sunshine Cruises, sailing from uh, December 4th, 2023, January 15th, 2024, December 2nd, 2024, from Charleston, will now have a new departure time of 5 p.m. The two December sailings will visit 
St. Thomas, St. Martin, St. San Juan, Amber Cove, and Grand Turk. The January 15, 2024 sailing will visit St. Thomas, St. Martin, St. Kitts, St. Croix, and San Juan. The Carnival Conquest cruise sailing on January 28, 2024 will depart from Port Miami at 5 p.m. The cruise will also include a stop in Grand Turk instead of the initially scheduled visit to Amber Cove. Thankfully, it doesn't affect my Carnival Conquest cruise. Carnival Liberty cruise from New Orleans on December 1st, 2024 will now set sail at 5 p.m. and visit Grand Cayman, Aruba, Curaçao, Cartagena, Cologne, and a partial uh, transit of the Panama Canal, Puerto Limon, and Cozumel. It's not clear why Carnival made any of these changes. All right, and I don't... I clearly do not want to make this a a worrisome thing, folks. The guests on board Royal Caribbean's Brilliance of the Seas were notified over the weekend about a gastrointestinal illness thought to be norovirus virus that has been discovered and has, was limited to a small number of guests. Norovirus is relatively common on cruise ships and is monitored by the CDC. The letter stated, and I quote, in abundance of caution, we've implemented enhanced sanitizing procedures on board as recommended by the CDC uh, and public health agencies worldwide. You will likely see some of these activities throughout our sailing as we are taking all steps necessary to maintain our high health standards. The letter also told guests that ship officials had no reason to believe the illnesses would have any impact on the remainder of the cruise. It advised guests about the best precautions to avoid becoming ill and suggested washing hands often and using the free hand sanitizing gels available throughout the ship, particularly after a restroom break and before eating. The last CDC reported case of the stomach bug, and that's basically what norovirus is. Many of us would call it flu. But anyway, the last reported case of a stomach bug on Brains to the Seas was in 2004. So this isn't something that happens very often. The ship's next departure from Tampa is set for the 26th on a four-night sailing to the Bahamas and Key West. All right, <clears throat> our buddies over in Holland, America. Wow, that's a terrible picture. I didn't see that. Let's get rid of that. That's blurry. Sorry about that. That was supposed to be a, a picture of one of the casinos on a Holland, America ship. I could should have brought up one of my pictures. More than 140 of the newest slot and video poker machines are being added to five Holland America ships, including 
Eurodam, New Amsterdam, Koningsdam, Nisdottendam, and the Rotterdam. Both traditional slops and progressive jackpot slops. Slots. I don't know why I was putting a P in that. Slots are being added as well as the number of video poker machines. Rotterdam, Nisdottendam, and Koningsdam are also getting a separate non-smoking area of the casino so more guests can enjoy gameplay in the conditions they prefer. No timeline has been stated for the casino renovations, nor has there been any indication that any of the five ships will be removed from service for these upgrades. It's likely that parts of each ship's casino may be temporarily closed to accommodate the work, uh, which, or which could be done while the ships are in port and the full casino is closed anyway. So if you have some temporary closures of parts of the casino, folks, don't panic. Wait a day, and you might be surprised at what you find. All right. I never talk about Seaborn, very rarely. But Seaborne is canceling five cruises on board the new Seaborne Venture as the vessel heads to an unscheduled dry dock in April. According to a statement sent to book guests and travel advisors, the recently launched expedition ship needs to undergo repair to its stabilizers. As a result, the letter adds, the company made the difficult decision to cancel all voyages set to depart between April 7th and April 30th, 2023. The cruises canceled include the, an expedition to the Amazon, a transatlantic crossing, and two northern itineraries, <coughs> excuse me, northern Europe itineraries. <coughs> Affected guests will receive full refunds uh, to their original form of payment. The reimbursement includes non-cruise fare purchases. The company added, including flights booked through the Seaborn's Flight Ease Air program, pre- or post-cruise hotels, transfers, shore excursions, onboard amenities, and more. The luxury brand is also offering these passengers a 25% bonus future cruise credit, which will be applied to their Seaborn Club account. According to Seaborn, the credit may be used on any of the company's voyages or expeditions that sail by December 31st of 2023. The company is also reimbursing certain non-refundable unexpected expenses incurred by the guests, such as air change fees. Goodness, sorry about that. 
Seaborn's first purpose-built expedition ship, the Venture, entered service last July. Uh, delivered by the T. Mariotti shipyard last summer, the 264-guest vessel was designed to recruise to remote and polar areas while offering the company's signature luxury product. After debuting in Northern Europe, the venture sailed south for its inaugural season in Antarctica, where it's currently in service. I'm wondering, folks, if they ran aground of some ice or something to damage stabilizers. I mean, this is a brand new ship. So, I don't know, folks. Not the best sign in the world. <clears throat> All right. Vigor Shipyard in Portland, Oregon is looking forward to a busy 2023 schedule. The company already has four ships thus far committed to dry dock in 2023, including two from Princes, one from Holland America, another from Norwegian. Uh, two are relatively long dry docks. One of them goes in for three weeks, said Brian Aker, Aiken, Director of Sales. Man, my throat's given out on me. Some of the ships have been out of service, and the owners recognize they want to incorporate new technology and new mechanical system. The art has reservations in 2024, 25, and 26, most of which are verbal commitments that Aiken turns into commitment letters, guaranteeing dates to cruise customers, balancing the yard's work with the U.S. Navy. Figure had a very busy uh, 2022 with six cruise ship dry docks at the Portland facility, uh, including the late addition to uh, host Carnival Miracle for under four weeks for a dry dock in November. Uh, anyway, Vigor had a big year last year. A bigger year is scheduled for this year. And that's a pretty awesome facility that they're developing there in Portland. Uh, when I was out there last year on uh, my uh, cruise, uh, one of the princess ships was in dock there and uh, the train went right uh, past the dock facility. So really got a good look at it. All right, that's gonna wrap up the news portion of today's show. So let's jump over in the uh, chat room and see who is fussing at me today. <clears throat> Maybe now my voice will hold up. Hi, Mike. Kevin's with us. Good morning, Kevin. Carol's here. Dennis is here. Do whoopie pies count for National Pie Day? That's a very good question, and I would say... Yes, if you have a whoopie pie, you can use that for your National Pie Day edition. Cindy's here. Hi, Cindy. There's Robin. Good morning, Robin. 
business first class lounge. Yes, that's what it was. It was a first class lounge. Uh, didn't say business. They, they traveled in business, but I think he paid extra to get into the first class lounge there in um, Doha. And Dennis says, yeah, this is first class. It looked first class to me, too. It looked better than any airport I've ever been in. Katie's with us. Good morning, Katie. Cindy says, nice seat, Tom. I had a bulkhead on my flight to Rome and put my feet up in the carry-on for a footrest. Barking way to have first class. Laugh out loud. Yes, indeed. A, a lantern celebrating the Lunar New Year. Okay. Crudité. That's it. Crudité. That's what you call these little cheese and sausage plates. Thank you, Dennis. I knew Dennis, Dennis was here. He'd know what that is. Crudité. <laughs> My brain doesn't remember things like that very well. Uh, as a matter of fact, Amanda threw that out at me one night at dinner, and I said, what the hell is that? Uh, Nikki's here. Hi, Nikki. Like the old song says, let's have another cup of coffee and let's have another piece of pie. Good morning, everybody. That's what we can do today. Pie day. Um, dual fuselage. Yeah. And they took two planes and put them together. Or parts of two planes. And made that puppy. And it's huge. Can you imagine some guy sitting there looking, ah, things coming over. Wow. Anyway, Cindy says, I'm booked on Ascent in 2025. Nice. And a sunset veranda. Can't wait to try a celebrity. Well, he, he got a little bit of a wait. Norovirus is not a simple flu. I know it's a real virus. Uh, the symptoms are quite severe and can lead to organ damage. Ooh, I didn't know that. All because someone decided not to wash their hands. Yeah, that's an unfortunate part of it. There's Kenneth. Uh, Kenneth is with us also this morning. Are you still cruising? Now, they're back home, unfortunately. I can answer that. No, we were back home enjoying the snow and cold. Where is your next cruise? No travel plans yet, given the current global situation, which has halted all travel for him. Sorry about that, Dennis. That was first class travel for Tom's airplane. See, yeah, that looked pretty, uh, pretty awesome. Joanne is with us. Hi, Joanne. Good to see you again. Cruising tomorrow. Awesome. Keep us posted. Check. Uh, Check-in is open for March 9th cruise. It is getting exciting. Nice. Yeah, I got the check-in for... Um, my cruise with Kevin this morning said it's uh, I'm not going to check in for that one. That just came in today. 
and uh, Dennis says, Tuesday is your cruise day. Yeah, that's a little unusual. My cruise day is not until Saturday, uh, but I'm leaving Thursday. Uh, so I will uh, be down in New Orleans there for a couple days beforehand, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. No, my cruise day is Sunday. Yeah, I'm down. I've got three days, three nights down there. I sail on the 29th. Duh. So he says, Katie, where are you off to? My check-in for my March cruise is not available yet. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, well, that's, I got mine this morning for... What's the date on that one? Uh, kind of Kevin's in the audience. He would know that right off the, the top of his head. I never can remember dates. Uh, February 23rd. So I just got the, I saw an enchantment of the seas uh, out of Baltimore. So I just got the check-in notice this morning. So we'll be doing this little check-in there. So anyway, that's, uh, we haven't had any more comments. Chili, who are you going to Willie Mays with for lunch? And Noah, uh, don't know yet. Uh, I may just Uber out to it. I don't know. I'm going to play that one kind of by ear, Dennis. I definitely want to go get the fried chicken. So, I probably by the time I get through the airport and everything on Thursday, It'll be too late, so I'll probably do that lunch on Friday. Uh, is what I'm thinking at this time. Oh, cruise to Barcelona Transatlantic is Katie's upcoming cruise. <clears throat> so, all right, folks. Sounds like I, my voice is getting a little hoarse. I hope I don't go through that crap with my throat again. That was just a lot of talking here this morning. So... That's going to wrap me up for today, guys. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon, we'll all get together on the high seas. So, later, y'all. i see everybody back here tomorrow. Have a great day, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, Ports of Call, Cruises Themselves, Chili Chats, and Travel and Cruise Industry News, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. 
And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.